Hey everybody, on this episode of Snap and Chance Boxing, we are going to take a look back at Ryan Garcia, his fight that happened this past weekend. We're also going to look ahead to David Haney and Regis Prograce, their fight. Also, who's next for Ryan and what's next for the divisions? Guys, all this and so much more on this episode of Snap and Chance, so strap in and thank you for letting us into your ears. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Sampa Chance Boxing. I'm your host, Bobby Sampson. Joined with me, as always, my man with the master plan, Mr. Chance Michaels. Happy Thursday, my friend. Here we are. The weekend is upon us. How are you, my friend? I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? Can't complain, man. Work week. Uh, the week has just been a whirlwind. It just seems like the days are going faster and faster. Oh, yeah. And wow, it's just time's flying, my friend. Time is flying. Had some crappy weather this week, but it is what it is. It's that time of the year. I mean, if it wasn't crappy, I'd be concerned. Yeah, it's not bad out today, though. Not too bad today. Plus nine, cloudy. Yeah, it is what it is, man. It is wintertime, right? I mean, I take yeah. that over minus 50, minus 10. So, oh, any day. Right? Awesome, awesome. All right, brother, man, why don't we get right into it? We had Ryan Garcia fight for the first time since he lost to Tank. Uh, brand new trainer. Uh, brand new team, everything. Derek James is with him now. Um, why don't we break this down really quickly for what we saw? Yeah. So I ask you, Mr. Michaels, what did you see on Saturday night? Well, I mean, Garcia, he's got some new strategies in there. I guess with Derek James, he's trying to do the Floyd Mayweather shoulder roll, except he wasn't doing it that well. And he was almost turned to his back to him, which you're not allowed to do. That's technically illegal in boxing. So Oscar's kind of hitting him in the back a little bit. When he wasn't doing it as cheap shots, he just rolled, did the shoulder roll, not perfection like Mayweather. So he got kept getting hit in the back. He got warned for it, but it wasn't intentional. I mean, Garcia, he went eight rounds. He probably won six. Oscar got a couple rounds in. The CompuBox, CompuBox stat numbers are pretty much equal. Punches, throwing punches, landed is pretty even. I mean, but you could see Garcia's hand speed. He had the power, and he just finished him off with that left hook that he has almost beautiful left hook he hits hard this is a stepping stone for him i don't think they thought oscar would fight as hard as he did and he, he was a game fighter garcia is a better talent he's a pay-per-view star this is a free fight which is nice um he looked he's got to work on his defense a little bit but i mean this was a tune-up fight for him and he won it like he should so all in all i'm happy i actually like the guy he's a good young kid and uh i thought he looked half decent not bad you Okay, well, here's what I take away from I think we saw three different styles emerge from Ryan Garcia in that fight. The first couple of rounds, I think he was doing the right thing with that jab. He needs to establish that jab more, use it more, and he was doing that in the first two rounds. From there, then he started the shoulder roll thing, you know what I mean? Doing that kind of stuff. And then for the rest of the fight, he was just running. Like, mm -hmm. he, he was moving a lot, right? Um, Durate, yeah, I mean, he was supposed to win this fight, but I'll be honest, Oscar... Ryan looked confused and a little lost throughout that fight. I mean, Derek James, you know, brought him back down to earth and, and whatnot. You know, like even he said that, like he was telling him not to do that shoulder roll thing, you know, to stay behind. He wasn't doing it right. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the thing, right? So, you know, yeah, he needs to go back to the gym. I don't think this makes him a top contender at any, at that level, in my opinion. He still needs more work. Um, I, I think you put him in there with the Sharks, he's going to get destroyed. We'll, we'll maybe touch on that a little bit later. Uh, but overall, yeah, he got the job done. Yeah, he caught him with that nice left, right? I mean, the, the boy has power, absolutely. 
Um, I just think he needs to just focus more on technique and skill, right? I mean, running around and, you know, he getting away from what was working. That jab was beautiful. He just sticks to that jab, works with that, works behind it. Well, with a guy like Garcia, he's trying to show everybody else, I'm just not going to use my jab like Oscar De La. I'm going to do other things. I can do this. I can hook. I can shoulder. I'm this talented guy. That's what he's trying to do. He's a little bit young and cocky. One thing I got to bring up before this round ends, Oscar's complaining about the count. The referee was right in his face. He got up about nine and a half, nine point two, and then he got up at 10. But the referee, you got to be up before that. So the referee made the right call. He's complaining. There won't be a rematch. Garcia, because he's a pay-per-view star, he's going to get all the big fights. Tiafimo, all these guys are going to fight him because he's an amazing, major, major star. So you're right, though. He needs a lot more work. I don't know what it is. Maybe his, his attitude and cockiness is going to hurt him. Yeah, he looked, like I said, he looked really confused there, man, in, in some parts of it. Like, he didn't want to be there. I just got that sense. He said right? Oscar hits really hard, too. So I think those punches were starting to, he's starting to feel it. Yeah, no, 100%. I mean, I think one thing Chris Maddox was saying on the broadcast, maybe the reason he's doing that role the way he was was to protect that area because he was almost scared of getting hit there again. Could I mean, be. the psychological part of it all. All right, Matt. Doing, but yeah, that was crazy. So we will stay at 140 here, and we will go over to Devin Haney versus Regis Prograce for the WBC title that's on the line here. Devin has dropped all the titles at 135, so now he's officially at 140. Mr. Michaels, your take on this fight? First things first, a lot of people are not happy that this is a pay-per-view. 60 bucks. So if you're, you are a member of DAZN, you pay 60 bucks. If you don't, if you're not a member of DAZN, you pay 74.99. People are saying this should be a free fight because the Garcia fight was free, although there's no belts on the line. This is a Vegas is giving um, progress no no respect. He's a three to one underdog. Um, they're saying Haney should win a decision easily. I think he will easily allow box. He's a better athlete, a better boxer, more skilled. Um, Pay per view at sixty bucks is going to hurt them. This probably should be a free fight just because progress doesn't have a big name. Um, so I don't know how many they're going to sell. Maybe a hundred thousand. They're lucky, hundred and fifty. Um, it should be a good fight. I'm looking forward to it, but. Uh, a lot of people are, I've been noticing on the blogs are pissed off and they're saying we're not paying for this fight at 60 bucks. It's not a pay-per-view fight. It should be a free fight. should be a good fight, um, but Haney's going to win. Um, he's going to win a decision. Haney's not the most exciting fighter to watch. That's the thing, right? He doesn't really bring the action. He's good and he's skilled, but uh, this is not going to be two guys going to war. It's going to be technical. It's going to be skilled. Haney, 12-round decision, unanimous. What do you think? I, I agree. I think Haney takes it in 12 rounds, but I do believe Progress does have a chance. I mean, you know, Haney's going to have to come out and fight. He can't be the technical guy. Like, I mean, Haney, I, I believe Haney's going to try to work the lanes. He's going to try to work the outside, stick and move, stick and move. I think that's going to be his thing. Here's the thing. Haney hasn't fought at 140. Yeah, he's big for 135, but he's just about the average size for 140. Mm -hmm. Progress does have that experience at 140. So here's my thing. I think Progress could win the fight, but he would have to win it by knockout. He wouldn't win it by decision. He'd win it by knockout or ref or TKO. Uh, you know, if if Progress can get in there, because Haney, we don't know like his power. I don't. I don't think he has the greatest power. He doesn't. You know? I mean, no, if he if he did, that. he would have knocked out Combosis. He would have you know knocked out Combosis, right? Um, in my opinion, but he didn't. He couldn't finish him off. So, you know, I think his power is going to be even less at 140. Progress. Vegas does not respect his power at all. If you pick Haney to win by TKO, 
KO disqualification is plus six to one. They're saying yeah. minus two twenty five for the win. So we know maybe he'll shock us all and, and stop him, but I don't think well, so. I, I just think like you know, I mean, it's just touch and go, touch and go. He's just got to break him down, break him down. That would be his philosophy and his his you know road to victory, in my opinion, for Haney. Where progress, he's going to have to take that risk and come inside and get those big shots off, right? But if he can, if he can do that. You know, I think we're going to have an interesting fight. I think Haney's going to come out. He's going to take the first two or three rounds just by touch and go, touch and go, because progress isn't going to get in there. I think it's going to come down to progress trying to get in there, and that's when that fight will start to happen. So this fight but, shouldn't even be happening. Haney should be a rematch with Lomachenko. I don't know why he's dodging and why he's hiding it. So that's this is hurting the fight, too, as far as fanfare. Yeah, no, fair play, man. I mean, that that's that's basically where it kind of stands. I get that mm. completely. But I'm kind of curious because Progress didn't look that great when he came out of his last fight. Um, you know, and Haney, I feel sorry for Haney in a lot of ways because he's done everything you want a boxer to do. Win the title, defend that he defended it twice, right? Isn't I mean, it funny that uh, he was had no problem rematching Cambosis, but he wants no part of fighting Lomachenko again. It says a lot about him. Well, there's a lot about a lot of people who don't want to face that guy, right? I mean, yeah. it's the reality of it. All right, uh, round number three. I thought we'd talk about for you know that we'll stick to 140 here. I mean, this seems to be the theme of the day. So Ryan Garcia comes off. Um, maybe we just talk about you know who who's next for the guy. I you know there's a you know I I, lo I look at that division. And it's huge, right? Like a lot mm. of the biggest names are in there. You you got now Haney in there. You got Progress. You got TFEMO. Um, Josh Taylor's in there as well. Roly, right? Who is the fight for Ryan Garcia next, in your opinion, based on what you saw? I think he's in a fight. I know what Tio's saying, no, but I think he's in a fight, Tiafimo. Yeah, uh, Bob's been hanging out with De La Hoya. They're trying to make this fight. I think that'd be a good fight. I don't know who would win that fight. Probably Tiafimo would be a slight favorite, but you never know. Sometimes Tiafimo surprises you and sometimes he disappoints you. So I think he'll fight Tiafimo next. That'd be a big, big pay per view. People want to fight Garcia. He's the third most um, watched boxer behind um, Canelo and Fury. He's that much of a star. He drove bigger numbers than Benavidez. All these guys crushes them. Ten times more pay-per-views fight when Garcia fights. He's young. He's a good-looking kid. Huge social media following. People buy his pay-per-view, so people want to fight him. So basically, whoever he wants to fight at 140, he can have the fight because it's about dollars at the end of the day. And yeah. these boxers know that, right? Fair play. Um, for me, I like him and Roley to go in 2024. Yeah, they could do that. I think I think, I think that would be the perfect fight, in my opinion, because you got two underachieving, underwhelming guys that need something. They need to prove something, right? Yeah. I mean, Garcia, yeah, he finished off Duarte, but I mean that he was supposed to. Yeah. Right. But That's the way the he for. the way he went around to doing it left a lot of questions in people's minds, in my opinion, than answering questions about him. Yeah. Um, then you got Roley, who almost got beat by an old man. Yeah. Right. So you got two guys coming off of fights with with Gervonta, who just destroyed them. They come back in their you know return matches. They don't look you know they look okay. They don't look great. Leave you with more questions. I, I would I, like to see a one forty tank versus a TFM or something like that. Something that well, can give him a little challenge, right? I think that would be great too, right? But here's what I like to see. So I think that would be a great fight only because that would sell pay-per-views. Oh, yeah. Just the commentary. Like if, if nothing else, if Roley isn't good in the ring, that, that dude's good at promoting a fight. 
Oh yeah, right. Yeah, that's what it's about, so, right? Selling the seats, selling the pay per views. So Roly, Roly, and him, I think, would be a really, really fun fight. And I think that's the real fight to make. I don't think he stands a chance against Taney. I don't think he stands a chance against. Well, we already saw what Tank did to him. You know, I don't think he stands a chance against anyone really else in that division. We're we're not talking about Mateus either, man. I mean, that's the one guy that nobody wants to touch right now. Um, you know, in that division. So 140 is monster right now, man. But yeah, you you know is it funny though there's probably about four or five better boxers than Ryan Garcia at 140, but he's a number one pay-per-view draw, so he can call the shots. Yeah, no, he can call the shots. But the reality is if he wants to be smart and keep his numbers and keep his, you know marketability going he's got to fight the right fights man he can't go after the fight because oscar and bob are buddies again i think you're gonna see tfimo and uh and um who we just talking about there tfimo hey. and um garcia ryan garcia yeah 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 all right brother man. Too. Um, Could be. a lot of good well, fights yeah, yeah. So with the Christmas season and everything, we have fights every week, but things are starting to slow down in the world of boxing a little bit in terms of storylines and things like that. So I think we basically covered everything that's kind of happened in the past week and what's about to happen this week. Um, I would talk about the undercard a little bit on this fight, but it's kind of underwhelming. I mean, the only other name that's on there that has any kind of name is Montana Love. So, mm-hmm. I mean, this is... The pay-per-view card itself overall, it's kind of lacking. Um, there People are some about it. There are some really good fights on this card, don't get me wrong. But I mean, you have to be a boxing guy to to want to watch them and enjoy them, right? Absolutely. I mean, I'll watch them because we're boxing guys. This is what we yeah. do. But for the casual fan, yeah, I don't see this as a great opportunity to do something on pay-per-view. Casual or... fan will tune around the time Hades is going to fight and watch the, watch the fight, if they can stream it or something. If that's be a hard pay- it. This is a hard pay-per-view to sell because Progress is going to have a big name. He's not well-known in the casual circles. So, I mean, how many people are actually going to order this fight? I hope it does well. I'm going to watch it, but I don't know. I'm going to watch it regardless. We have to watch it. We're going to come back and talk yeah. about it. All right, Chance, i tell you what, that's three rounds in the bag. I don't think there's anything else we need to talk about. But anything in this week in boxing history and Canadian boxing? Yeah, we're going to start off with Canadian boxing. Um, hmm. This is not this week. This is just a boxer I want to mention. He's one of Canada's, I would say, top 10, top 15. I don't think he gets enough credit. But the one and only Trevor Burbick. He held the Canadian Heavyweight Championship for much of the 80s and briefly held the WBC Heavyweight Championship. Uh, in 1986, before losing to the one and only Mike Tyson. Um, but he was also the last man, the reason why I brought this up, he's also the last man to fight Muhammad Ali, and he beat him in a 10-round unanimous decision. So pretty solid career for one of Canada's own, Trevor Burbick there. I don't think he gets enough attention. And on this week in boxing history, my favorite fighter of all time, Manny Pacquiao, won his first world title in Thailand in 1998. He would go on to fight for 20 more years, going up 40 pounds to win eight different belts along the way. And the guy he fought was nobody's ever heard of him. Chat Chai Saskakal, 1998 Thailand, his first belt went up 40 pounds. He was probably 110 for that fight. Something like that. On, on, on Manny Pacquiao. Here's something really, really interesting. I saw this uh, reel about him and uh, you know, Freddie Roach is his manager and I believe he suffers from um, Parkinson's. Parkinson's disease, right? So you know, I mean, his trainer, his trainer, yeah, his trainer. So you know, his hands are always kind of what they are and whatnot. There was these two; they showed these two fighters that were making fun of Freddie in the build-up to their fights, 
mm-hmm. then they go to the actual fight and see what Pacquiao does to these guys. Oh, he's a monster. And he's fighting in 2024. He's got lots of offers. He might fight Amir Khan. I don't know. Lots of guys want to fight him. If you fight Manny, you're going to make money, right? He wants to fight, so he's going to fight somebody. I don't know who, but... Manny you know, doesn't this- need money, but I think he needs to be smarter with who he chooses to fight, man, because, I mean, at the end of the day, the legacy will always be what it is, but I don't want to see Manny go in there and get, you know, beaten up, either. It's like Muhammad Ali. He got his butt whipped at the end of his career. Nobody talks about it, right? Why didn't Al-Kanian box? He was rare. You know, his legacy's intact. Now, for him, he says one of the reasons he wants to fight... He just wants to train. He loves the training. He loves the hard work. This guy's a hard-working guy. Like Freddie Roach said, he's the hardest-working boxer ever worked with. He's worked with every, you name a boxer, a UFC guy. He's trained George St. Pierre. You name a guy, Freddie's trained him. And he says, man, he loves to work. And I wouldn't let him fight again if he wouldn't work hard. And he still has that work ethic. So, And, of course, he loves the money, obviously. Um, but so is he going to fight in 2024? No, Maybe no, no. And, and I, I, I'll tune in. You'll tune in. We'll probably tune oh, yeah. in together, right? But the reality is I want him to pick smart fights. Not you know, I don't want him to diminish his name. He worked really hard. To build that, and you know, we live in a world today. If where one of the young guys want to fight him, he'll fight him. If Terrence Crawford fans want it, he's doing it. Young guys see the payday, right? I mean, it's, yep. it's a payday. It's a guaranteed payday. You win fighting Manny Pacquiao, right? right? So, and I don't even know if it's bragging rights, man. I mean, how? What kind of bragging right does a young buck have to say that they beat up an old Manny Pacquiao? And then if they lose thing. him, they call this guy's dangerous. They got to take it serious, right? So no, I know no, he's from. dangerous. He's powerful. Don't get me wrong. I'm taking nothing away from Manny, but age does catch up, right? I mean, yep. that's just the reality of what I'm saying. I don't want him to get hurt unnecessarily. I don't want him to diminish his name unnecessarily, taking fights that, in his mind, that he thinks he can win, in our minds, mm-hmm. that we want to believe that he can win. Yeah, but the reality of it, the reality of it, right? I mean, it's like Haney's going to face punches this weekend that he's never faced before. Forget the fact that it's yeah, moving up. Away. These guys, each way you go up, they hit a little harder, right? They hit a little bit harder. He doesn't hit as hard, so no. you know. So the, that's just the reality of it. I think people are, are sleeping on Regis because of that. I mean, as I jump over that way, yeah, you know, you're right. Um, that that power means something. We've seen it time and time again this year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know good friend of the show, Jose Benavides Jr. He put up a valiant effort, but he couldn't match that power. Ultimately. For the skill and technique, but I know what you're saying. But he got the heart of a lion, that guy. Right. Oh, so, speaking of that, the uh, the uh, Saudi Arabia is saying in 2024 they want to make uh, Bill Wilbur's better BF happen for all the belts. So that's going to go down. We're going to give him so much money they won't be able to say no to that. No, no. I, I mean, if it's, it's in Saudi, it's going to happen that way, right? Yeah. Uh, the other thing I'm hearing right now is, well, just food for thought. I don't know if this is real, but I'm hearing... You, know, you always keep hearing Canelo, Canelo for Cinco de Mayo. Is it going to be this guy, that guy? But now I'm hearing it's going to be Jamal. Beat up both the brothers. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, I mean, so that, that's kind of where I'm hearing. And I, uh, that was the fight that they wanted initially, right? That wasn't, Mel wasn't on their radar. It was Jamal that they yep. wanted. And, and, so, and he's a better brother. Too. He's a more skilled fighter. Right. So Canelo um, will beat him, though. Yeah, so you got that coming up potentially as well. You also still have Canelo's gonna make ben, people don't realize Canelo's gonna make Benavidez wait. He'll fight him, but he's gonna fight him on his terms. You gotta remember he's the A side. Benavidez is the B side. As much as I want Benavidez to beat him, you have to wait. Look, I'm not saying gonna, it's right. That's how this works. No, look no, along no, no, get, look, the, We've always said there's only two guys, and I said this in Vegas to a lot of people that I was talking to. I said there's only two men in this whole sport that can call their shots any way they want right now. That's Canelo and that's Tyson Fury. At one time, it was an Oscar and it was uh, Floyd and it was a Manny who were calling all the shots, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Manny, the best of the three of them because he fought everybody and anybody. 
right? Still, still wants to. <laughs> still yeah. wants to. Where the other two, well, maybe not Oscar so much, but with Floyd, he picked and choose, picked and choose. Absolutely. Wayne right? Manuel. Cheers. And Canelo's doing pretty much the same thing now. Like he's just generations Floyd, pick and choose, pick and choose. But he earned the right. He's allowed he's to. Right? He sells the ticket, he, right? He sells the ticket so he can do what he wants. The longer you wait on David, the harder it's going to be. Hard well, because Canelo's getting older, you should do it. If you're going to do it, just do it now. Because this is, you know, but the older the older you get, Canelo, the more punches you, you take. Dave, Dave's only going to get better. He's only 26. No, David's only going to get better. David's in the wrong weight class. I mean, he's got one foot and 168 and 175 in the other in the other door, right? So, I mean, mm-hmm. he's, he's in a bit of a transition. I don't know how many more times that David can make 168, to be yeah, honest, to be exactly. fair. Like he won't talk about it. I know he hasn't talked about it. I mean, his dedication and his hard work. Well, you can just see second. his body. You can see that. You can see his stomach. You can see the way he's built. He could easily go to one seventy five. He can go to two hundred. He probably walks around over two hundred. I wouldn't doubt. Probably. I mean, the man six two. He's he's you know, he's a big boy. Yeah. All right, Chance. I tell you what. Let's end it here. Let's call it our day and let's get on with the weekend. Thursday Eve or Friday Eve, as I like to call it, is upon us. So, my friend, on that note, my name is Bobby Sampson. He's Mr. Chance Michaels. In the words of the great ACDC, those that download, like, and subscribe to the podcast, we salute you. We do salute you, everybody. And, guys, like I said on Tuesday, and I'll reaffirm it again, Christmas parties are in full effect. You may be attending some. You might not be, but you might be on the road with people when they're coming out of them. Be aware, be diligent, right? And to those going to these parties, please, we can't stress enough that we want you to be safe. So if you're going to drink and do whatever you got to do, do it. Have fun. Have a blast. Just have a plan home. That's all we ask, right? Yeah. Five minutes of thinking can save you 30 years of life. Absolutely. Well right? said. So on that note, everybody, please have a safe weekend. As we get into the Christmas season, the lights are out. The trees are there. Good time of the year, my friend. One of my favorite times of the year. Um, yeah, so me too. On that note, Samp and Chance are out.